Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode 8th December, 9th December 2020. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Pedals. Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. This week's news, TikTok may extend video length. They are planning to move video limits to 3 minutes, uh, which is 3 times the 60 second limit we are having now. In fact, the company is already testing it with select few creators on the platform, allowing them this new length and seeing what kinds of contents get created. The longer video lengths TikTok uh, hopes will support more educational contents that are difficult to fill in under a minute. But there is also actually something quite beautiful with having the limitation that they're having right now. I mean, as from an entertainment perspective, it's nice. It's kind of like... Um, what the six second vines used to be, right? How to create funny and good content within six seconds. So this is the new version of Vine with a little bit of music. Um, and extending it to three minutes kind of um, goes in touch into a little bit of a medium format, a medium form um, social media video length and will open up to new possibilities, but will also kind of take away the USP that TikTok has always been about. Um, if it's three minutes, it also means that the music would probably need to be three minutes long or probably, you know, it, it, it always has been 15 seconds or sets of 15 seconds because uh, the music length is 15 seconds or sometimes 30 seconds for some. And, um, you know, the more you stretch the the video length, the more you need to stretch the, the music length. And the more you stretch the music length, the more copywriting issues you need to deal with because it becomes, um, it is long enough to require, um, I don't know, get some copyright issue, some legal stuff, insert legal statement here thing. I'm not very good at that. Uh, but in any case, we will see if the three minute length open up more, pos more opportunities for creators and if it sprouts some kind of amazing content on a platform. Twitter adds frequency cap function on all ad campaign types. Frequency cap is actually a control that lets marketers control how many times each user will see the same advertisement given a time frame. Usually it's within a week. Uh, it's an important feature because if a person sees an ad too few times in a week, they will not remember the ad. Um, and this is what Facebook calls ad recall lift. You see it too many times and people will find it annoying or start to report your ad advertisement. So the job of a marketer is to be able to gauge what is the sweet spot and to, to show the ads in terms of frequency, to show the ads to the same group of people, which is also different as the user goes down the marketing funnel. So when you're in the the awareness stage, the frequency is a bit different. When you're lead generation or the engagement stage is a bit different. When you're in the conversion stage, is a little bit different as well. Um, while other ad management platforms like Facebook and Google have had this control for a long time now, I think um, most of them have had this control from the get-go itself. Twitter is just rolling it out across all ad objectives. It's a little odd to be so linked to the game, but it's better than never. WhatsApp ads carts to ease shopping. WhatsApp announced another step towards becoming a shopping platform by introducing the cart function. This will allow customers communicating with WhatsApp business users 
to add items into carts, then placing a unified order for the business to proceed. So uh, what this is doing is actually you are communicating between a customer and a business. So let's say I'm a business, you're a user, you want to buy, I want to buy something from you and I click and choose from the catalog, add everything to cart and then I send it to, to you, which is the seller. I forgot who's the seller, but assuming now you're a seller and then based on that unified cart, you process the product and we do the payment outside of WhatsApp. Um, WhatsApp Pay isn't yet available uh, to many parts of the world, except for India. So we're not exactly looking at the entire e-commerce experience here, right? It can go as far as adding to cart, um, which for most countries in the world, this is as far as Facebook and WhatsApp can go. So uh, then Facebook will, will, will address country by country and region by region to see if WhatsApp Pay and Facebook Pay can actually be used in their country. If they can, then they'll implement the final step, which is the actual checkout and payment. Um, so they, it is nice to help small businesses to, to create this thing where, um, so that the, all the orders come in, all the orders are streamlined instead of them being so scattered. Um, it is a little bit of a commitment on the customer side as well. So they don't say, oh, no, 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 I want this. Oh, no, 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 I want, I don't want that. So it becomes a little bit of a focus, uh, focus commitment from the customer side. Like how you buy something, right? You need to commit to something, press the button and say, okay, this is how many I have of whatever I want, and then they will process the thing. WhatsApp may start showing ads. A recent report by WA Beta Info revealed that WhatsApp will be releasing a new terms of service update that will include the ability to advertise on WhatsApp chats. Early speculations say that the ads may not be in the form of chats, like in Messenger, like you get all the chat, chat, chat lists and in the middle you get the, the ad or rather it would actually be a banner, maybe on top and the bottom, something like that. The terms update will also review, reveal new ways WhatsApp will be processing our data, which makes sense because WhatsApp needs to know who we are and what we, are, what we like in order to show us the right ads. So right there, now there are two camps on this one, right? On one side, we have people who fully support the ads on the platform because WhatsApp as a service provider has been providing a very good service for us to us for free for the, for the longest time. And it only makes sense for them to be able to make money. Uh, on the other camp, uh, are people who are not opposed to the ads? I mean, we have reached a point where we are already accepting the ads format of things. You either, because businesses need to make money, right? You either serve them ads or you have to pay for it. People are not paying for it. So ads is the way to go. Uh, but what they are opposed to is actually the wonderment if, the, the, the idea of um, WhatsApp spying on our chats in order to identify our behaviors and serve relevant ads because WhatsApp will not serve ads which are not relevant to us. That's just willy-nilly, right? Nobody will put ads on WhatsApp if it's, if it's just general across the world. They, it needs to be focused in terms of demographics, age group, behavioral uh, data and things like that. So, um, and in order to do that, WhatsApp can do two things. Number one is they need to breach their promise that our chat is end-to-end -end encrypted and actually read our chats, the content of our chats to find out 
what we like, what we don't like, who we communicate with, and why do we communicate with the people and what do we talk about in order to gauge our behavior and then serve as to us, which is pretty scary. Or number two, which is still a bit scary, but less scary compared to version uh, option number one, which is to make it mandatory for all users to link their WhatsApp accounts to their Facebook and Instagram accounts because Facebook and Instagram already have all the all our behavioral data. Whenever we use Facebook and what uh, Facebook and Instagram, we are giving away our behavioral uh, data away to Facebook just like that in exchange for being able to use the platform. WhatsApp is a little bit different because it's a closed environment. And if we are able to link the account over from WhatsApp to the rest of Facebook services, in which case uh, Facebook, Messenger, or Instagram, then WhatsApp can actually identify us and collect data from us using those other platforms without having to read WhatsApp stuff. And then they can serve us advertisements based on the behavior that they get from other platforms, assuming that we are the same people using the same accounts. So that increases the chance of uh, getting it right, right? So that way, WhatsApp does not need to read out our chats to know who we are and what we like and still be able to serve us the most relevant ads. The third option is that go use Telegram. That's assuming that everybody else is also going to use Telegram, then yeah, that's fine. Um, but then again, eventually Telegram will reach a point where they need to monetize and how they're going to do that, right? So um, yeah, so which the question now is which camp are you at? Do you Are you okay with ads being served? Are you not okay with ads being served? Then why? And if they can go around it in the most um, more like the most ethical way, then if that's okay with you and you will not jump over to another chat platform. Instagram thinks adding timers to stories will boost engagement. Instagram is testing a new feature where a countdown timer will appear below every person's story bubble to show how many hours is left before their oldest stories will expire. It is an attempt to tap into the FOMO element of society where we don't want to miss out on some of the most important and fleeting moments of our friends. Instagram hopes this will drive up engagement rates, but we will see if users get hooked into this trick. Uh, so essentially what they're going to do is you have the list of stories, right? Below you have a countdown timer, uh, 23 hours, 59 seconds left, uh, two hours left, three hours left. So if you then you have these people who you you usually communicate with and you haven't been free to check their stories, you can actually prioritize based on when these stories are going to end so you don't miss out on these stories. It's being tested uh, sporadically right now. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be released completely or even at all, depending on the success rate. If it's there's no success in it, it doesn't change the, the metrics and reaction of users, then you know Instagram may not even put it out. There's a new search to take on Google. It's called you.com, Y-O-U.com, you.com. And it is created by former chief scientist at Salesforce, Richard Soker. Soker helped build the Einstein AI platform, which is an artificial intelligence layer built onto Salesforce to improve pipeline management and increase conversion. The upcoming search engine, according to Soker, will be built on three things, three elements, trust, kindness, and facts. Their PR caption also includes a tagline, click trust, not clickbait. He went on to attribute the USP of his new search engine as built on AI and will not rely on advertisement and data mining for profits. 
a bit vague, but I think we're all ready for a new participant in the search engine game that thinks differently. The reason why Google has been leading for the longest time now compared to Bing and Yahoo and all that is because they essentially they're essentially competing generically in the same field, right? They want to be able to use the same groups of, it's the same, the coding is the same, everything is the same. They just want to provide the search engine the same way. So what u.com is proposing is that in the future, there could be a way for us to use a new search engine to get us the information that we want uh, instead of the information that other people want or is the information that um, people are gaming the system and the codes in order to to show us like kind of like clickbait, right? They use kind of headliners to 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 show it to us and to to, to gain that whole um, click rate in order to show it to us or things like people who advertise and you know will get to see first. So U.com hopes that they 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 will create an evolved version of search engine based on AI, which everybody's using. I mean, everybody uses the term AI and it as a way to explain everything, the future, but nobody can tell us what kind of AI they're using. In any case, we will have to see. That's all for Social Media Weekly this week. Social Media Weekly podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube, and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly, episode 9th, December 2020. My name is Sean. Stay safe, wear a mask. Au revoir.